0: hello everybody hello As you guys know it's another episode of ladies talk podcast yes
1: sunday already
0: sunday already that's right yeah, this day know. of the week yeah. i'm that telling is. you it's february 5th we are so excited to be here with you guys um, y'all, February is love month, so uh, it's only fitting that we're going to talk about what we're yes, going to talk about. I didn't even today. think about that. Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> I <thought>
1: about it.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it is Valentine so it makes sense. It is. You know, so. It is. But um, you guys, we have had a, 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 I think January took forever to get through. Yes. Um, but, you know, I so appreciate our listeners. We've had some yes. phenomenal feedback these past few weeks, and i uh, grateful for d- those of you that have been. And encouraged by us, yes. Just know when you share with us, we are just as encouraged by yeah. you. Yes, we and are. Your commitment to listening and your commitment to grow with us, and your commitment to learn about yourself and your relationship with God. Yeah, um, that's. I mean, that's what life is all about. That's yes. what the meaningful parts are all that's about. That's right. That's right. You know, um, we have something very exciting coming up next month. I I am so excited. I have to share with ooh, you guys ooh, before um, we start our conversation. So um, I have been talking a long time, and I don't know if I have really talked about it on the podcast, but I have had a vision for a long time about a service that is like just prayer and worship. um, Heavy on the prayer too, not like a quick prayer, but really just going into prayer and going into worship. And this year, the door was opened uh, for me at my church to Really just do that and have the avenue to do that and partner with the prayer team and another young lady to make this happen. And so we just did our first one in January and it was so wonderful. Um, And and the word that I could use to describe it in, in my head is just a refuge like I don't know if you have ever been in the, the midst of a storm or in the midst of chaotic craziness or your your feelings are all over the place. or Your mind is all over the place and you just need a place of refuge. Yeah. And to me, this atmosphere of prayer and worship is exactly what that creates. And so the first night, that's what I kept thinking. And I know I've shared this with you guys, but, you know, when I was married, that was the only thing I knew how to do was run to the presence of God. I didn't know how else to make this craziness stop? But I would just, it's like I would go there to catch my breath and to get a moment before I had to go back out and, and face the craziness. And so, um, it's just this place of refuge. And so, starting next month, we are going to be airing them here. Yes. Once a month, I've gotten permission to record our yeah. upper room. It's called so the upper so room. So exciting. And it's just prayer and worship. And I truly believe that. Um, whether you know it or not, this is a longing of each of ours within our spirit to feel that connection with God.
2: Yes. Uh, to
0: be able to. I think a lot of people want to be a part of prayer, but maybe they don't know how to pray or what to pray for. But when you sit in that atmosphere, it is crazy the connection that you feel with God. It's crazy how much He can speak to you, how much He can heal you, how much He can bring so much to you in Mm -hmm. within that atmosphere. And so, starting next month, we will bring those to you once a month. The Upper Room here on Ladies Talk Podcast. Very exciting!
2: exciting, It always reminds me of the song "When He Walks Into the Room, Everything Changes." Right. It, changes. it changes, I love that song, and it just reminds me of that
0: every time it's I true. think of that, so this is that's true so cool. And I i mean, I think, I know he's a God of signs, wonders, and miracles, yeah. and Amen. you know, he does it in his presence, right. so right. why not just create that space yeah. so he can do oh. what he wants to do, Amen. you know, I'm super Amen. excited. So
2: I'm so glad that you really pushed through, and, yeah,
0: uh, too. and
2: uh, too. I know it was scary sometimes looking... Whew. Looking into it, but your only fear is fear of the Lord. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: you're right. And, you know, I was talking with some of the girls today, and it's really crazy because when you follow the Lord, sometimes you have, like, this striving where you want to make it happen, you want to make it happen. But when is the Lord's timing, he'll open the door that you had yeah, nothing that's to right. do with. That's right. And that you didn't even have to, to labor to do. That's and really that's crazy. exactly what happened. This door was open, and I was like, what? You know,
1: like, can someone help. Amen. Oh, you
0: know, and you always kind of dream of your visions far off you know i know it's close but it's not here yet and this thing was just like oh boom this is happening now and so it's really cool um yeah i have been in uh, a battle and i really believe uh honestly for my destiny and for what i know that god has called me to do i believe that's why there have been so many distractions sent along my way why there's been so much that has tried to come in and take me out mentally and take me out physically and um I am in this season where I feel the momentum and I feel so much excitement and so much urgency about what God is doing. And so now I'm just like, man, I'm, my foot is on the gas. I'm like, yes. Lord, whatever you want to do, God, yes. do it. And I'm yes. all in. It's
1: so exciting. Yeah, man. When we were in California. They were talking about the weights on your feet. Yes. Year, they were Amen. Yes. So now to see here we are in February and those are breaking off. Not so even a year later. What God's going to continue to do. Do
0: you realize, okay, I don't know if you knew this. You know there's supposed to be a trip in March. I'm going to Mardi Gras. I'm going on a trip. It's not March, but it's right before March. Now I don't know if someone else is gonna come in. But anyways, yeah. you just mentioned there is. you just mentioned California and I'm like, hmm, Lord, he's already doing so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. Okay, continue. You, man. there. Yes, Lord. But you're right. I mean, just the words that are spoken, God is so strategic. Mm-hmm. Um going back, and I'm sorry, I'm taking a little bit of time on this, but I just want you guys to understand, man, the way that God is going back to 2012, when I drove my brother to California and dropped him off, we went to the Freedom Conference they were having at that time, and uh, the apostle there called me out and spoke uh, so much over me, but one of the things that he... (coughs) spoke specifically was about the call of God on my life and how it had a calling of prayer and how I would basically be a part of these huge gatherings of prayer and worship. And so when you hear a word like that, it's overwhelming right. and you're like, Lord, I don't even know how that could ever happen. Right. But then you, you just put it to the side. But then these years of training and him continually bringing me under the teaching and in the presence of of great people of God Mm -hmm. to, to train and to learn how to be humble and learn how to submit to the Lord, learn how to hear his voice, learn how to operate, learn how uh, to do what he wants to do, not on my own agenda. And so now we're finally at this place and I feel like Lord, all of that was training ground, and now this is the battle right here, and a lot of our battles take place in worship, and I know that. I know that my prayer has power in worship. I think those two are partnered together in the battle for overcoming victory, you know, to be able to bring prayer into the place of worship is incredible. Um, In the Bible, when they used to, um, when they used to go to war and everything, um, they would be holding up this staff. And as long as the staff was held up, they would be winning. But if the person's arms got tired and it would lower, then they would be losing. Mm-hmm. And that's how I consider worship. Like you're lifting up this right. worship, you know, to God. And as long as your your focus is that and it's lifted up strong towards him, then you're winning the battle. But as soon as you lose heart, as soon as you lose focus on who is, is you're supposed to be worshiping, then all of a sudden it's like you lose that momentum in battle. Mm-hmm. And so that's just the picture I have of what's mm-hmm. going that's on so in my. My life right now, and with everything that God is doing, I'm like,
1: I picture mm. like a soldier, like out here, like I'm weak, but in the prayer and the power of prayer and in the atmosphere of prayer, like I'm a big soldier. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I have so all this, yes, the, the army of the Lord, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> going into the battle of prayer and worship. That's and right, you're a big person in the prayer. You yeah. have a muzzle. you have all your yes. stuff that you need. Your, Bell of truth, all your weapons for the That's the, right. So That's right. Yeah in my
0: head. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. I feel that on a deep level. So but um I appreciate you guys for all of your encouragement. Um, all of these talks have helped. <laughs> all of these podcast conversations, all of our personal conversations. Um it feels good to be in a place where you're supported. Um Especially when warfare is so real, especially when the enemy's plan for your life is so real, and so being able to weigh these things out, talk these things out, and process my own thoughts versus what the Spirit is saying—it's like it's such a good environment to be in. It's why we love community, you guys. Why we love community? Yes, hands down. So, moving along, that is
1: exciting. That's going to be what every fourth Sunday.
0: Yeah, so we do it every fourth Sunday. So you guys will probably be be getting it the first Sunday of the month. All right,
1: in Tulsa, you can come to yes. Audacity. It's yes. gonna be
0: the it's Audacity Church at 12th in Delaware. It's from 6 30 to 8. It's called the Upper Room. Anybody is welcome. And you'll see, you'll hear what it's like. And um I promise you the way that it sounds it's so much more intense and so much more incredible in person.
2: Yeah. Um
0: you're gonna be moved even over the audio, but it's so much more incredible in person. That's so, so awesome. Very excited. can't so. wait. Very excited for you thank for all of us. Thank you. Yes. I'm trying guys I'm yes. trying to live my best life. Amen. Um so but what we want to talk about today.
2: We're gonna to talk about relationships. Uh oh. <laughs> there's gonna be some vulnerability. Yeah. Um, some honesty and uh probably some hard, some tough tough stuff. Yeah, but, you know, that's how you that's how you get through stuff. Right. So um I can start because I can tell you that since we've left our other church I have just kind of sat back. Um, I haven't quit the women's group, um, and God's got big plans for that. But all the other stuff I've done, I have slowly stopped doing um, because my husband—it was an issue with him, whether it was at nights or whether the time went right or whether he had a babysitter or whatever. So I slowly just stopped. But I want to read the scripture here and just tell you, um, Ephesians five thirty three says. Um, Hang on. I'm pulling that pair so I can see it. I've my glasses on. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. So I have to honor what he wants from me. But I also believe that um, if I'm praying diligently, God will change the way he sees things. And so, first of all, I'm not praying diligently over that. I've just kind of got comfortable and slack in it. And it shows. It shows in my marriage how I just kind of went down. We still get along. We don't really fight. We're we're best friends. But, uh, but I have started just now praying over him, and that's something really cool. Yeah. But I should never have let him stop me from doing the things that God called me to do without going right into prayer and saying, okay, Lord, I need you to fix this. I need you yeah. to change his mind. I need you to change his heart or whatever. So... Um, so it's easy for me to blame him, but it's not his fault. Mm -hmm. It's mine. Yeah. Because I didn't follow through with the prayer. He Mm -hmm. told me what he wanted as a wife. I have to honor that. Right. So I did. And then I was fine for a little bit. And then something else come along, the sisterhood. And then there was reasons why, uh, he wasn't okay with me doing it. I mean, I couldn't even sit there and enjoy the whole class without him texting. I need this or I need that. Or when are you going to be home or what's this or that? So I chose to step back this time. and. He's not a bad person. That's just where he's at in life. And, uh, and he's going through a lot himself. So I don't, I can't blame him for any of it because I'm the one that's seeking God and trying to do things for the Lord. But, this is why I say um, Romans 12 too, do not be conformed to the ways of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind yeah. in Christ. Because if you're not renewing your mind daily, you're not in the word daily in your marriage, praying over your marriage daily, which is what I haven't been doing. I pray over him uh, a couple times a week, but not just praying for my marriage, not being specific in my prayers. You know, I pray for other people all the time. Cresha brought this up the other day, yeah. but to actually pray for myself and to pray for my marriage. Yes. I mean, I ask for the blessings of marriage, but I don't ask for specific yeah, things. So, that's where I've been and I've been struggling with that. Yeah. And so where I am headed is to start praying for my marriage, praying over him so I can get back to doing the things I want to do. Yeah. And uh you know, and then I've had health issues and I really believe if I'm praying diligently to God, my prayers are going to be answered and my health is going to be better.
0: I'm just not doing the things I should be doing and and I'm reaping it <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm reaping it. So um one of the things um they're talking about these perfect marriages right now uh at church and um one of the things that they talked about is if you are in a relationship with somebody who is not a believer Um, I mean, my dad's a believer, but he doesn't live his life to serve God. And so they said what the important part is, is that in everything you do, that you model the life of a believer. Yes. And I think that's the difference here is that now before... You have submitted to his will and not going to places, but you still kept that fire and that zealousness for God, mm-hmm. um, and you could see the fruit of that and everything that you were doing, yeah, and then now it's like, okay, well, he's not serving, so I can get comfortable and kind of where I'm you know not having to serve anymore since we don't have the church anymore. um, and then, like you said, you can see it, and I think you make such a good point because, um, I think it's just a part of tending to our heart. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. It's really easy to become comfortable around people who are comfortable. Yes. And people who are set in their ways, but that is not the will of God for us. That's
2: right. That's right.
0: And I'm not running
2: from God, but I'm running from Him in another way. Yeah.
1: Right. You know,
0: because
2: I'm not doing what He's called me to do, what I know He's prepared me all this time for. And I can see the growth in Al. Mm -hmm. You know, I can see the growth in Him. He'll tell me, Where's that woman of God, you know? And and to encourage me. And I'm like, I'm still that woman. Mm-hmm. You know, I do it all the time at work. But my thing is, yeah, I do it all the time at work. But after work, when I get home, that's where the comfort comes in. Mm-hmm. And here lately I'm not even comfortable with it because I'm so convicted and so, Lord, I know, I know, Lord, that I'm just I'm not happy. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so there's there's some stuff I really have to work on. Uh but the Me and Al have actually 37 years. February 14th. Wow, 37 (laughs) years. That's amazing. That's amazing. amazing. You know, we were talking the other night how we truly are best friends and how we've come this this far and this long in life, and now we are because we can talk about anything.
1: Right.
2: It's just how you bring it and when you bring it. You know, you you pray about when you can say it, when you can't, and and, uh, God's really changed him. Things that I would do that he might get mad at me if I spent more money than I said I would or something, and now how God has changed him is, well, what are we going to do? Oh, well, you know, Mm -hmm. that's just just the way it is, and that is definitely God changing him, you know. I see that in a lot of things that I do because we don't agree on everything, and if I do something that I didn't ask him first, you know, and I tell him, it's like, we well, should ask me. Well, I know I should have, but well, what are we gonna do now? You know, you don't right. leave, so so we're at that point where we can tell each other whatever and just say, Well, you know, we're just gonna know next time we ain't gonna do that again, right. you know. So, and so,
1: I think too, since you guys went to Pathways, that it opened up those doors for you guys to be able to have that communication it because it did you, are, you and him are one of the longest marriages that I have around me, yeah, yeah, and that's for me to be like. Oh well they made it like <laughs> this is yeah. probably one of the longest relationships that I know of because they went through the good, the bad, the ugly, and here they are. Yeah. They put it through, they didn't give up. That's true. It was not all rainbows and lollipops. Yeah, that's and like. mostly Bonnie. No, kidding <laughs> <laughs> She's a troop. <laughs> but uh that is like what I think of love. Like mm-hmm. to look back to see, okay, well, what did they do that? didn't help in the other relationships that are around me because me especially ray was coming home in 42 days Mm -hmm. and i'm happy i'm excited but i also have that in the back of my head where is what's going to happen this round and what's going to happen this time he touches down and i don't want to be already have a negative perspective on what's going to happen because i don't know what's going to happen like i have to be able to trust god and be firm in what i believe in and be Make my words match my walk and my talk and my mind because I don't want to play anymore. Yeah. Just like you guys said, I'm thankful that you guys were like, hey, we're not going to be just sitting back in the stands anymore. Like, if you need something or if we see something, we're going to call it out. Yeah. And I'm thankful for that because I think too, we needed that more back then too. Yeah. Yes. And yes. so now we were stuck here 12 months and he is having to try and build relationships again and he's trying to make communication and then. Not everybody likes to write letters not everybody likes to email and all this stuff and then everybody's got everything on their plate too so he has to build his own village yeah right. so i'm like you can't just rely on my village like you have to make yourself in the community like it. everybody's out here hurting everybody's out here struggling nobody is doing any better than anybody else yeah. but if they are they're faking it like yeah. uh-huh. everybody's got issues that they go through jobs personal life and I'm like, look, we have to. I want to live my best life while I'm here. I'm not gonna be here forever. My mm-hmm. kids are getting older. Like, yeah. just sitting back and thinking, like, I'm about to have teenagers. I'm not gonna have any babies. Like, yeah. I have teenagers now. i yeah. like, you are here to model what a man's supposed to look like for right. these kids. And yeah. I'm like, scary right. because I'm like, my Charlotte, she's a little girl, and she's not a little girl. She's preteen, but <laughs> she's gonna be start going into relationships, yeah. and I don't want her to see an ugly relationship. I want her to see love. I want her to right. see like. A mutual respect, and like she talked to me about being a single mom. Like, no, it's not what I wanted for me. Like, yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, like I wish yeah. you, I would have able to show you what it is to have like a dad because I didn't have that, and that's all I wanted is to give my kids what I didn't have. So yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, look, we're not playing around anymore. Like, I don't like the taste of that. I'm gonna try and be more vocal. Like, I don't want to be quiet. I'm like, let him just let him do what. See how it is. See how it is no, you're right. gonna fall on your face.
2: Right. Here's the thing, trust has to be earned. Now, you can trust in God, put your trust in God most absolutely, but trust has to be earned. When me and Al separated and came back together, he had to work on building my trust again for him, and he did. And so now I trust him completely. So, But that didn't come easy. Right. You know, we played a game Um, when we went to this one place. I think it was one of the first times we played it. They give you beans. you stand in a circle, and they say, okay, who are you going to let watch your kids? Walk around this circle. You remember that game?
0: Yeah.
2: And pick who you're going to let watch your kids and give them a bean. And so I gave all mine up. And at the end, they're like, okay, who has beans left? And uh, there was people that did, and there was lots of people that didn't. And then they're like, you guys should have all your beans left. You would trust any of these people you just now met. With your kids? You don't even know them. You know, and that just slapped me in the face. I thought, I thought I was a good, uh, good, uh, good uh, guesser of character, you know. Yeah. And uh, I thought, wow, trust
0: has to be earned. We can't just give it, you know, and... um, one of the things um, I had had a conversation with a friend of mine um, who had had they'd went through some infidelity in their marriage and stuff, and um, and now the conversation that they kept coming to a head was, you know, uh, well, you know, if you've forgiven me, um, but the thing is, forgiveness and trust are not the same That's thing. Right. That's right. I can forgive you, but until we've been presented with this opportunity again, and you prove to me that you won't make the same choices that you that did you do before, different. yes then I don't trust you right? because history has shown that these are the decisions that you make Mm -hmm. when you're presented with this opportunity. So I forgive you. That's why I'm still here. Yeah. That's That's why I still want to move forward in this relationship. That's right. That's right. That is so true. But I don't have to sit here and not bring up the past. It is an issue it is an issue and when presented with the opportunity when I'm not around will you make the same mistake or will you learn from what happened in the past and choose the relationship choose this first over anything else out there that is enticing to you and I think so many times that is probably one of my number one pet peeves in relationships (laughs) where that is always the hang up you know stop bringing up the past stop and it's like no one wants to beat you over the head with the past but at the same time it's still there.
1: Stop it's, going. It's Stop valid.
0: It's valid to want yes, reassurance yes. from someone who has yes. broken your trust that they will not do the same yes. thing again. That's a valid request. And anyone who is not willing to be like, okay, I'm going to honor that, they don't understand the trauma that you're feeding off of just trying to get assurance.
1: Yeah.
0: Let me be very clear about relationships here. Now, I am not no expert, you guys, but I do believe God has given me some wisdom in the That's all right. the bullcrap that I went through. Okay. Mm-hmm having to hungrily seek for reassurance about your relationship is not what a normal relationship should be. I should be assured with us. Now there are, there are, and I'm just saying, if you're in a purposeful relationship, seeking the Lord together, I shouldn't have to starve for your attention or for, uh, or for you to reassure me that you're here in this relationship. Right now, I say that with heed because there are different communication styles. There are some people that might be looking for attention one way and the spouse might be offering it in another, you know, and so that's a different story. But what I'm saying is when you've been through traumatic relationships, relationships that deal with infidelity and all of that stuff, um it's important moving forward that you understand that both of you, your guys' needs are getting met. That's right. Your needs are just as valid as their needs. Right. And you can't brush your needs off the table just so that way they don't feel uh, accountable. And that's the word I want to bring up because uh, it's uncomfortable to feel accountable,
1: yeah. especially and for you, what you've done. They feel like you're attacking them. Yeah. Or like, oh, you don't know. it. Yeah. I no. know A lot of times we feel like,
0: Ugh, what I don't God. even want to ask them. Like, we're the ones that are they're yeah, wrong because yeah, we're yeah. asking them. And, and you tip, this is a, a big way of how women lose their voice. Yes. I got to tiptoe around you. I got to walk on eggshells yes. to even have this conversation.
1: And I think, yes. you not know, just like marital relationships or uh, men and boyfriend, girlfriend and girlfriend, but even relationships like with our family or yes. our siblings. Like, I was in addiction for a long time and m- nobody really said, hey, nobody. are you okay? Yeah. yeah. Until I lost my kids and then yeah. they were like, uh, what, what happened? I'm like, yeah. You tell me, like, I thought I was doing it. Living my best. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I think, too, like, we are standoffish just because it is makes us uncomfortable. But, like, hey, I'm noticing something different. But then that's where I'm, like, praying God made me bold in that area to, like, hey, I'm trying to come to you as somebody that loves you and that cares for you. Yes. And I see you doing this. Yes. Yes.
0: This is so good, and I I think even even me I'm I'm like a loner, you know. I like hanging out by myself. I'm cool with that. But in this season, God has me being intentional about asking questions about other people, making yes. sure that hey, what's going on with you in this relationship? Hey, you told me about this. How's that going? You know, yes. how are you feeling about that? Yeah, because it's important that we the people around us aren't just comfortable to be however they want but we're able to build that relationship to hold them accountable period and to know that there's somebody
2: that really listens to them and cares about what they're going through so that's a big deal yeah i know when uh when um after me and al split up and got back together i would have nightmares and and uh he would still apologize and tell me i am so sorry that i did this because it'd be about that yeah you know and he did that for a long time yeah And then I still have now, but I don't get mad at him anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So he really, truly felt bad and sincere, and he earned his trust back. So. Um, you know, and that's a two way street. He has to be able to trust me too. Right, right, right. And so, um, I try not to do anything where he can't trust me. Right. And that, that I'm available to answer his questions
0: right. when he asks me. He and, and, that. and that's the other side of the coin too, is <laughs> when you're having these conversations about trust, you know, if you're, if you're questioning someone because they've broken your trust before and you're like, you know, you know, I'm just worried about it because it's happened before and they go, well, I don't question you. Um, you know, I always want to caution people when it comes to that, because you don't question me because I never did that because I didn't make the choice that you made. I didn't make the choice to step out on the relationship. I didn't make the choice to put somebody else over what we have going on here. So it is different. And it's important that, um, because, you know, narcissism and all of that stuff is such a heavy verbiage right now, Mm -hmm. gaslighting and all that stuff. Um, I don't think just because you say that stuff, you're a narcissist or gaslight gaslighter, stuff like that. I just think that relationships are so toxic right now. They, um, that's become a regular can, part of people's vocabulary.
1: Yeah, a image of it and everybody's, needs therapy right <laughs> needs pathways needs exactly. they really
0: do people
1: yeah. need therapy
2: because it's hard yeah we're
1: holding on to what our parents held on to right and then that's coming out to our relationship yes and, and you're need, not your parents yes yeah you're your
2: own people exactly. find out who those people are exactly and live together and embrace that and 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 no um you're not asking me that question but you have every right to if you feel you need to. Right, exactly. So, good. That's good. I mean, that's just, yeah. okay, so ask me, what do you want to know? Yeah. Because you haven't done, I haven't done nothing, mm-hmm. but you don't, you don't say, just say, okay, so what is it you want to ask me? Right. You know, and let them know,
0: I'm here, you haven't asked, ask yeah. me. That's so and, good. Uh, so just show them. Yes. That is
1: a good response.
0: So, you yeah. know, even in, um, in building these relationships, you know, I think it's good for us to just keep in mind that, I was talking to someone about this earlier, you know, if you have a tally of all of the wrong ways that something has been done, like you have all these relationships that didn't work out before, it's important that you don't bring that comparison into your relationship because that's all the ways it didn't work. If it worked... You would still be with those people.
2: Yes.
0: So being open to something different and something new, because then, okay, this is might be different. I might not have ever experienced this before, but everything I experienced before was not successful. Right. And so I just think it's so whenever you're talking about what God is wanting to do in your life and who God is wanting to bring, I think sometimes we have that expectation or that box and, and God could completely blow your mind and, and bring you something so different. Mm-hmm. But if we're so busy focusing on what never worked, we won't ever open our eyes to what could That's work right. or the possibility of what God could Amen. have. Yeah. You know, so I think th- there's a healthy boundary in looking at what's happened in the past and then the possibilities of what God could do. There is, as in the you future. move forward,
2: just trust God, but don't walk into a relationship with expectations. Yeah. Don't have any expectations. Mm. Just trust the Lord and watch what He does. Because yeah. when we have put our expectations on it, we're putting a cap on what we let God do. Right.
1: Right.
2: So walk in with no expectations. Just say, Lord, I don't know what it is. You know, whether you're scared or whatever. But here I am. I'm terrified, but here I am, just trusting You to show me what this is and, yeah. and watch what He does.
0: Yeah. Um. Today. Uh. Uh, My pastor really helped me a lot with with their first, uh, they're doing a series right now on perfect marriage. And one of the things he said that he tells his kids is like, whenever you're dating, he said the first sign, the first notion that you know that you can't spend your life with this person, he said, cut ties and get out. Because he was like, why would you waste time investing in somebody that you know that this is not what God has for me. If there is a contradiction within yourself and you know, oh, no, yeah, this ain't, this ain't God. Cut ties and get out. You know, that's what we struggle with. We struggle the, with,
2: I can change them. I can make them do better. I can, well, if you could, they would have done it when you got together. You know, you know they ain't going to change because you, they're going to have to change that's because that's something they want in to. them yeah. because that they want to do.
0: They want to. And
2: a lot of people don't think they're wrong. Yeah. And they think once they get you. They don't care what you think because they got you now. Right. And just keep on going, doing what they're doing. Right. Absolutely. So uh, that's just things you got to watch out for. And uh, yeah, once the sign of something goes wrong, then why are we staying with them, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: I go to infidelity. Why do all these things behind me? back? Like, right. We're not working. Tell me, like you let have, me know. You
2: know, you wanna, I don't hope. want to
1: make it ugly. I don't want to make it bad. Like we're grown-ups yeah. now. Like right. we are the one that control our a- actions, our right. anger, right. and everything. Like that. So let's just shake hands. We yeah. tried. We did it.
0: Right. You know, if you
1: want to be single and date,
2: then I see you. All right. the best, best right. wishes in the world.
0: I- Clean break. I have to tell you guys, that's wrong with that. That's exactly where I'm at right now. I'm content with being single. Yeah. Um, that's good. And you know, I, I have dated some, um, but the more I'm like the season I'm in right now, I'm like, I really don't even want to date because I just feel so focused on, on what God has called me to do. And I'm like, one, I hate the whole beginning process. I don't want to go through that. It's so annoying. Mm Um, and then I have to sit here and figure out if you're giving me lip service or if you're really about what you're saying you're about yeah. and i'm just like and that's who has just time for that thinking, yeah thinking i don't have are they
1: have... really who they say they are? you know, know
0: i don't have i don't <laughs> have time for all that yeah so <laughs> so for me right now that's what i think i'm just i'm open to dating um you know but that's not my focus um i just had a revelation this weekend i when we went through pathways we've talked about pathways before it's like an emotional intelligence <laughs> boot camp or something like yeah. that um, I finished it and I had this meeting with, um, his name is Mark Rogers and he is a phenomenal person. Right. I mean, Super. he's the one that bought the program from Dr. Phil and all that stuff. And basically he was doing this like personality assessment for me. And he was talking about this energy that I take and I have to do all these negative things. Okay. Negative things for me are sinful things, you know, whether uh, it's relationships or smoking or drinking or all this built up energy. And I feel like I have to have a release. I have to have a, a out somehow. And back then he really pointed it out to me that um, studying and research and time invested into things that are purposeful would really counteract that, you um, that needed me to just be the these negative things and it what it reminded me of you know idle time is a devil's workshop that's yes, what it reminded what we, me of yes. uh, is that yeah when I'm not doing nothing I'm like I should be doing something and then if I'm not doing something with purpose then I'm gonna go do something for the world then it just doesn't work like that so anyways I just had that revelation this weekend because I was so focused on school and what God is doing and all of that stuff and so um you know I didn't smoke anything this weekend I didn't drink anything this weekend I didn't talk to nobody this weekend I mean I just felt like and then I looked up and it was Sunday and I was like dang I had a productive weekend and it seems silly but but you didn't get overwhelmed with all of that I wasn't stressed about it I felt good about it I got so much positive feedback about the work I'm putting out and stuff like that so it was so encouraging to me because I'm like oh man to find something to counteract those negative tendencies and and uh desires and all of that stuff and then feel so good about it it's not like I feel like I'm missing out I feel like in fact it made me more productive to take my energy and my attention and turn it into something positive and you know it would meant a big deal to me right. so then I'm like no I really can't do this thing in life can't right. <laughs> I mean, just keep yes. focusing I'm on my yes. grind right now so All right <laughs> you know that's great it's a god thing but so let me ask you guys right now tell me what is one self-defeating habit or lie in the back of your head that you're trying to overcome in the midst of your relationship. Whether it's the little voice that you're like, you know, that's not true, but it's like deep in your subconscious, like that, you know, um, I'm just wondering, is there something that you're trying to prove to fight against something there that's nagging you something you're like, nope, you know, just something that. Is self defeating. It's not encouraging to you. Um. Yeah,
2: living like everything's okay when it's not. Mm-hmm. Just like when, like, like I said, when I come home from work and just being in my comfort zone and not doing things, knowing I need to be productive. Yeah, that's a self defeating. But I'm, I'm living the lie that it's okay. Yeah. You know, I do need a little nap. I don't have to have a long one, but right. I tell myself I do. So there's a lot of little lies in there that, yeah. you know, I mean, my nap might be a little longer than yours, but it doesn't have to be super long. Right. And uh, so just that it's all right where I'm at right now because I'm going to come back to God. I'm mm-hmm. I'm already with God, but I need to be running after God. Right. So um, I haven't given up my faith. I haven't stopped reading the Bible and all that. There's just areas I need to work on that I've just got comfortable in just being idle in them. Yeah. And idle hands of the devil's workshop. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, exactly. That's my self-defeating game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I think for me um, right now, it's this thought and this overwhelming um, idea Um, it's never overwhelmed me before until right now when I feel like I'm really in the midst of starting just this destiny that God has given me. Um, This really overwhelming idea of being alone and I've never had an issue with being alone before, but all of a sudden these moments will come where I feel overwhelmed by it um, as far as relationship wise. But what God has been doing is really kind of reframing my mind because when I get out of that, And I begin to focus on what God is doing. It's really cool because um, so many people, you know, that's what they live their life to be is in a relationship. And um, when I'm praying, when I feel like I'm hearing from the spirit, it's like, he's reframing my mind because I'm like, that doesn't have to be my life goal, you know, is to get married. Now it would be great, all of that stuff, but that's not what i feel like my purpose is my purpose isn't to get married my purpose isn't to be in a relationship my purpose is to be a world changer and there's a lot of things that he's given me to make that happen Mm -hmm. um and so if somebody comes alongside me who can match that who can uh you know my weakness is their strength and vice versa i would invite that in and that would be great however it it god is reframing I guess my mind and, and in these, I I would call them attacks or just overwhelming moments, um, in this season to really get, bring me comfort and, and show me like one, you're not alone because God is with you. And if God is with you, I mean, it really doesn't matter who else is around you. That's That's all that you need. Um, but two, that doesn't have to be the target for where my life is going because my life could literally be anywhere, um, that God wants to take it. And so that's the battle I'm in right now because I don't like feeling emotional and I just really this past month have had some really overwhelming moments and I mean really I think it was a couple weeks ago I mean I was in a no it was just last week or something I was in a bad mood (laughs) oh my gosh I was in a bad mood (laughs) but it was one of those days where I was really just dealing with that and I mean I couldn't shake it I mean my mama opened her phone and she was reading scripture to (laughs) her and another girl uh I hear you I hear you, but I could not Snap out of it, and the whole day, I mean, I was horrible, and I was like, and I'm listening to myself complaining, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm even like talking, it you can't about stop it. it. Yes, and like, I, I, hate just, that. I won't stop and You're I just caught keep in your complaining. own complaining, <laughs> it just keeps rolling out of my mouth. Like, what the heck? And and I'm, I'm not like, a complainer, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, and I'm not used to being that negative of a person, but it usually, not. it was on me so heavy that day, I couldn't shake it. And but it is these moments where I've just really felt like attacked, where it's just like, yeah. In my emotions and yes. the the part of my emotions I would feel like if I had a wound and someone just stuck their fingers yes. in it, like that's how I felt nice. in these moments. And so I'm like, Oh Lord, I got and you I gotta know, combat that somehow. You, you know, and and you were in that place. We all get in that place. But
2: the other girl that I was sharing, because I was sharing with both of you. Yeah. She sent me a text the next day or that night and said, thank you so much for mm-hmm. sharing because she went home and instead of doing what she usually does, she put on her worship music and cleaned her house yep. and, did all, yep. cooked and did all this dinner, did all this stuff. So, yep. so, you know,
0: whatever I was sharing was yeah, supposed it, to be shared for a reason, whether yeah. it was meant for you or not. And it did for her. It, it helped was, me too yes. because I heard it, even though <laughs> at the time I wasn't like accepting it into my spirit. I heard it and it's like. It was just rolling around in my head. So it was there. And a I was like, need. that's exactly, I was like, it's going to break through. Yeah, eventually. Right. And then in the, in the afternoon, something shifted and it yeah. did, but it that's took me good. a long time. I was yeah. like, who, I've never been this mad for that long. Like, yeah. I don't know. And not even for no reason. Yeah. I just woke up on the wrong side of the bed today, I'm guys. Kidding. Sorry. <laughs> but you know what? We really need to get back to just praying those things off, yeah. Yeah. praying off of us yeah. instead of just scriptures. Oh yeah. Scriptures for sure. and prayer. So. For sure definitely yeah Lisa what about you
1: I think mine is that I don't deserve it like uh, with my because I'm trying to change everything not all at once but I'm trying to like uh, grow further in it like my job my weight my relationships my kids parenting I'm just like (sighs) like I'm trying to instead of just being who I am I'm trying to be overcompensate, and then it overwhelms me and then I'm like (sighs) and then I don't do anything yeah so right. like I don't deserve this life and I do deserve this life I deserve everything that God's given so to me like, because it's all because of him that's yeah, where I'm at today right. And so yeah. I think like too, like my job is so overwhelming there and I know I'm good at my job and they tell me I'm good at my job but since I don't get the instant gratification, like hey and keep constantly cheering me on whenever yeah. everybody's like getting beat down because we're so wore out and then my kids and then Ray and then my family and yeah. so I'm like <laughs> like, yeah. You guys have all this on me, and then I don't believe that I'm who you guys think I am, but I am, and yeah. I think that's just me, my self doubt, right. right? Like I don't deserve this, but yeah. I do. Yeah, yes, you do. It's just the enemy, yeah, trying to feed that little mind. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so. that's so good, and it is so sure, important but... that we stay rooted in the word for those reasons because. Um, There are things that are ingrained in us from childhood, you know, just yeah. like how we talked about before that little girl, Lisa, you know, calling out for her mommy, mom, mom, mommy, mm-hmm. you don't get that met. So immediately you think, yeah. well, I'm not worthy of affection. Right. I'm Absolutely. not worthy right. of having right. my yeah. husband. Yeah. Work yes. yeah,
1: Get out. Right. Like, mommy, answer me. <laughs> <That's
2: right. laughs> and here's the thing. If you're looking for affirmation in people, you're probably not going to get it when you need it. Okay, so look to God for your affirmation yeah, and the so confirmation.
1: Judah, like, tell me I'm
2: doing good. That's right. like,
1: He's telling me I'm doing good. Like, ah, that when yes. I see the work, whatever, yes. I, I like, especially like with my treatment plans, because I work up treatment plans for my dentist, and now they're getting like, crazy hard, like we're doing implant dentures now. And so I'm not familiar with this yet. So I'm like, hey, like you guys want me out here flipping this. I need to know what I'm doing yeah, because right. I'm not equipped for this right now. Right. And I feel like you're putting me out there in the woods like, hey. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, teach me this so I can be good at what I know I can do. Yeah. Like yeah. So even with yeah. my kids, like when I hear their problem, like, yeah, Help. Just <laughs> so it's, remember, it's you the most... are the daughter of the most high yeah. king. That's it. And then I, I just picture my so... head, me, the fourth child, and my mom like, my brothers and sisters older brothers and sisters are crazy and chaotic and then my mom having another one. So I was like, Okay, I'm just gonna be here. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Going, so like, No, I'm not that little girl anymore. That's right.
0: That's right. That's that, right. That's absolutely right. And
2: we're breaking these chains. Yes. We're we're moving forward, we're not letting anything hold us back now. So.
0: And and that's it. Uh what I know to be true is that what God wants to do is uh something that we haven't seen or experienced before. And that's absolutely. why That's why he's calling us to different. That's why he's calling us to different people, to different environments, you know, and and that's why it's important that we listen. I am overwhelmed at this simple fact that all... It took for me to join the church I'm at right now was an invitation, and because of that invitation, it has spiraled me right. into destiny. Yes. Said yes, that's yes. right. That's right. It just being obedient. Okay, that's right. God, where you want me to that's be, right. and I didn't have the answers. I didn't know it was gonna happen. I didn't know how y'all, y'all heard us talking forever about being uh-huh. in the desert. I mean, I didn't yes. know how it was gonna happen. What was gonna happen? And I mean, the doors have just opened like crazy, and I'm like, okay, Lord. um, Somebody shared with me today, and I just share this because it was cool. Um, the pastor's wife came to me after service, and she said uh, her daughter, who's just started coming back to church, came to her and told her, because uh, I always close out worship. I usually pray. Uh, they had me pray and came to her and told her, she said, man, if I didn't believe in Jesus... She said, Listening to that girl pray, I would want what she had. Like, I want what she has. That is truth, though. Everybody loves how you pray. I know that. But you know, when it's you, (laughs) you are gifted. You know, when it's you, (laughs) you're like, It's just me. Like, I'm just me. It's not a big deal, you know. But in this season, I'm in, I feel it. I feel the fire and I feel it because of the hell and the warfare I went through. And I'm like, You know, people. Probably won't ever understand the sacrifices I made or the hell I went through or uh, what I had to go through to for this to even be on me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm grateful and I'm grateful Mm -hmm. for a God that's so strategic that he continues to put me in places that would allow me to use my gifts and that people see those and pull them out of. me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's so important for us. Even, you know, we don't have to have the whole picture But just a simple yes, a simple being in the place that God wants you to be will open doors that no man can shut, shut doors that no man can can open. Amen. You know, Um, I I think that in this season, uh, while we're talking about relationships, um, I do want to take a minute to just pray, to just pray for our listeners and pray for us here at this table.
2: Yeah.
0: I think there are some, maybe some dead things that God wants to awaken, you know, some things that we put to the side because we lost hope or because we lost faith and Mm -hmm. we just accepted things as status quo. Mm -hmm. Um, but also I think that maybe there's some things that he wants to shut down some things in us that are not of him that he wants to silence and that he wants to put to the side because it's not his will. It's not his way. Um, I believe wholeheartedly God is a God of restoration. Yes. He can restore any relationship. Amen. He can restore any person, anything. But this is the thing, um, is you both have to be in it willingly. You both have to be surrendered to the Lord. Yes. Um, There is not a woman or a man that can fully fulfill you because uh, it is Christ alone that fulfills that space. Amen. And As long as you seek to be in a relationship, he has to have that first place in your life. There can't be anyone's. Like it can't be your wife and then him or your right. husband and then That's him. Right. It has to be God first. That's true. Because your availability to love comes from mm-hmm. your availability to receive love right. from the father. Yeah. To be shown how it's done. To be in that intimacy where you receive everything that you're missing here on earth. Mm-hmm. To be able to pour out to your partner in a space yes. of overflow. That I'm not giving you the itty bitty love that I have because I'm running on empty. But I'm pouring out of my heart serving you in this relationship relationship because yes. I received directly from heaven Amen. the the spirit of of the father and he's loved me so well and I've responded to that love so well that now I can turn around and give you what you deserve.
2: Yes. Amen. You know
0: um and I think that's important. So before that we is. pray, do you guys have any thoughts, final thoughts, final things you want to share before I go in and pray for our listeners? As you were talking,
2: I was just thinking, you know, God created man first so man could take care of the woman. So that's not a bad thing. That doesn't mean women you're underneath the man. It means God, man, and woman as a trio. Three yeah. God and uh, God and you as one. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. Yeah. So just just be encouraging that. Don't try to think, well, why am I the third person? You're not. Yeah. You're not the third person. You're just a piece of the triangle. Yeah. yeah. Of the three in one.
0: That's good. So oh, that's good. Uh, that. You're
2: just as important. Um, we just have roles here on earth that God has assigned us to, and yeah. press in to find out what your role is. Yeah. So.
0: That's good. That's good, Lisa.
1: Uh, I say be encouraged, mm-hmm. be open, and you deserve it. You deserve Amen. to be happy. You deserve the life that God's giving us. And and that's right. Enjoy it. i care like, not here forever. Yes,
0: that's right. Don't look to people for your happiness. That's it. Look to God for your joy. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Well, y'all, I'm about to pray over you. So Let's do it. don't turn this radio mm-hmm. off just yet. I no. don't get this prayer. I'm ready to receive. I'm ready to Father God, I thank you so much, God, for these women at this table. I thank you, Father God, for every man and woman listening yes. right now, Father God. Lord, I thank you, God, that you are the God um, of relationships. God, you are the one that created it, that orchestrated it, that models it perfectly, Lord. And I thank you, God, that this is a season, Lord, where you want to do a work within our hearts, God. Thank you, so, Lord, I ask right now, Father God, that you would restore every piece of us, God, that needs to be restored. Redeem every hope in us, God, that has been lost. God, I thank you, Father God, that you would come in, Lord, and touch every hurting and broken person that under the sound of my voice right now, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that you overwhelm our listeners uh, with your love, God. God, that you pour out the love like only a real father can pour out the love father god i thank you father god that as we receive you as we turn to you as we understand god that you are our only source god god that that love you give to us or would overflow into our relationships yes. it would overflow to our spouses god that we would serve them differently god that we would love them better and we would love them differently god Lord, right now, God, I just speak to every dead thing, Lord, that needs to live. And I tell it to live in Jesus' name, God. Every bit of hope and every bit of faith, Lord, that was lost in relationships. God, every person, Lord, that decided to accept the status quo and not believe you to be God and not believe you to do the miracles and the impossible in their relationships, God. God, we just revive that hope and that faith right now. God, Lord, you are King of kings. You are Lord of lords, God. And you alone, God, God can speak to a thing and make it come up alive, Father God. So I ask right now, God, that you would bring fresh fire, God, a fresh revival yes, into true. marriages right true. now, God, that you would strengthen the covenants within husbands and wives, God, God, that you would bring a fresh fire uh, to their bedroom life, God, to their intimate life, God, to their yes, prayer life yes. together, God. I thank you, Father God, God, that you are raising them up, Father God, to serve you, Father God, to be an example of what it means to love the church and for us to serve you, God. I thank yes. you, God, God, that, that you love. are working in their their hearts, God. I thank you, Lord, that yes. now, God, that you are removing everything that is not like you, yes. Father God, yes. in their hearts and in their minds, Father God. Gosh, I thank you, God. Father God, that every area that the devil has tried to come no and trip more, them Father. up, Father God, that you would expose him and you would remove him, yes, Father God. You, God. No weapon formed against these marriages would yes, prosper in Jesus' like a, name. Yeah. No, no uh, enemy that tries to raise up their tongue, thank that it has to be cast down and condemned in Jesus' thank name, Lord. I you thank, thank you, Lord. you, Father God, that when the enemy comes in like a flood against sees marriages that you will raise up a standard against him father god i thank you father god that as we stand father god and fight father god that you father god would take the charge lord and fight for us father god i thank you god that you hear every desperate plea god you hear every cry you see every tear father god for those who are hurting in their marriages god those who are suffering in silence god and i thank you father god that you would bring a fresh wave of relief father god as you would return the husbands back to their wives and the wives back to their husbands god i thank you father god god that this is a season god where you would show up god and show that you are god that you are alive and well god and that you do what only you can do father god God. lord i thank you father god that you would show us what is within ourselves god that we need to improve lord Lord. that we would not be so busy pointing the finger at our spouse god but we would do a heart check god and uproot those things in our hearts god that are not like you father God, I thank you, Father God, that as we do these things, as we're obedient to you, as we look to you, Father God, that you strengthen what we don't have strength for in these marriages, God. You give us patience, God, that we've never had before, God. Give us an overabundance, God, of love and joy and peace and grace, not only for ourselves, God, but to offer our spouse, God. I thank you, God. That you are doing a great work among relationships right now, God. And I thank you, Father God, uh, that you would be exalted and lifted high in it all, Lord. That you would get the glory and yes, all of the glory alone. In Jesus' name we pray. Ooh, in Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. 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 Yes. Brother. Praise we God. We love you guys. We, we love y'all so much. We want to be there through the good
0: to encourage you through all the bad and to walk with you through all the ugly absolutely you can uh, contact us um, right now we'll just do the Facebook it's a uh, Ladies Talk Podcast feel free to DM us on Facebook yes we would love to hear your story I mean even if it's just a quick message you know let us know if there is an episode that encouraged you
2: yes
0: if there's something that you relate to something you want to hear more of I mean just reach out and let us know you guys we love we love hearing from you yes. guys we're excited
2: um, for this year the things that are going on and, and
0: that are going to Go on. It's a great year. And uh just just stay tuned, man. There's a lot happening. And the one thing I know about God is uh when you're faithful with little, he'll you know, he'll oh, he'll me. give you a lot. And yes. uh, we've Amen. been faithful with the little that we've had for this podcast, and yes. I'm expecting yes. God to do great yes. things. Yes, I'm expecting Lord. him
2: Hallelujah. to do great
0: things. So yes. we love you guys. Yes, I hope you have a too. great, great week, we and we will see you next time on Ladies, Ladies Talk, Talk Podcast. podcast.